Yes, yes, I know, I know, I know. Yes, I'm back. Thank you, please, guys. The applause, the applause is truly not necessary. Okay, it's really because I already know that I am the man with the plan. If you didn't listen to episode four, <laughs> where I have all the mini interviews and uh, Justin or DJ Fridays and Saturdays at Duffy's, he did the last interview, and uh, he was very intoxicated during that interview, and that's one of just a few of the beautiful sound bites that I decided to keep. God, it was gold. But anyways, let's get into it. My name is Joey. Welcome back to another episode of the Miami Sports Bar Podcast. We are at episode six, getting ever so much closer to episode 10. Just another stepping stone for me to go through as I continue to hope and pray that I grow. I appreciate you guys. This uh, last episode, episode five, motivation is funny. Um, which I had a few people come up to me and kind of laugh and say like, oh man, like you're talking about me. I'm not going to name names. You're not the only one. I know if you're listening to this, you think it's you. You weren't the only one when I talk about uh, guys posting their workouts and stuff like that. I'm funny. Uh, I kind of think it's funny that no one came up to me and kind of like accused me of just being like, um, what's it called? Like hating, you know, cause I'm a, uh, since I'm the fat guy and I'm not posting any workouts. I'm not really posting anything other than something about my podcast or my nephew, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I guess I'm glad nobody took it super personal, but they kind of, they're like, man, like, you know, I was like, no man, not, you know, it's everybody. Come on. You know, you, you guys know, man, if a guy starts posting their workouts and their diet plan every day, you just know they're going through it, man. Guys don't do, you know, once in a while, something like that, maybe on close friends, a little different, but anyways, yeah. Thank you guys so much. This last episode, um, it was the quickest amount of like streams that I got in one day, which is not a lot. It's not a high number. I'm not even going to say the number because it's embarrassing. But to me, it's really not embarrassing to me. It's it was I'll say it was like 15 people in the first like like 15 hours, something like that. Which for me was like wow. Like usually I can put up an episode for a week and it'll get 15 listens and then episodes start getting listened to more as I get other people to listen and then they go back and listen to the other episodes. Like that's how I see it like slowly progress. So I really appreciate you guys that took the time to listen. I did try, I am trying to focus less on the sports. I'm still going to talk about the heat. You know, we are in the NBA season. Obviously I'm not going to go too in depth that you've already have seen in the last few episodes and anything that comes up with the Miami dolphins, unless it's like huge news, I really probably won't talk about them in the off season unless I, just create another podcast, which I mean, why not? <laughs> It'd be more fun. But um, but yeah. So thank you guys. But anyways, before I talk about the Miami Heat, I guess I can warm you up with this little like thing I was thinking about the other day. I mean, I guess I feel like I've seen a skit about it before, like maybe somewhere like Tosh Plano or um, Key and Peele, maybe. Where it's just like, or maybe just TikTok. Who knows? But like, you know, when you go to the grocery store. And like, I know the people working at the grocery store, like it's not, unless you, and I know Publix, you know, obviously is, has great benefits and people can make decent money there for the job that they're doing. But like, you know, people at the cashier, like they're not, they're, they're miserable. They're standing there all day. And I respect it. I understand it's not the best job, but like, why does it take so long for you guys to scan my shit, dude? Like, why when you go to Walmart, like, I know the, why the lines are so long. And I get that people, but like then when you get up to the cashier, like you really see what takes so long. These motherfuckers are scanning like, do, 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 as they're just like staring at you and like judging your purchases almost, it feels like, like, 
like, bro, like, you don't want to be here. I don't want to fucking be here. Like, you go to the grocery store, you go shopping, like, for shit like that, like, food and supplies for the house. Like, it's not like a leisure activity. It's something like you go, you do it, you get it done, you go home, you put everything away and continue with your life. Why are you making it longer? And why, like, are you acting like I'm bothering your day? I didn't get you hired there. I didn't give you that job. Like, I'm not saying to sit there and have the biggest smile on your face, but goddamn, like, speed it up, motherfucker. Like, you, you, you acting like it's... You scan the same shit, like, all day, every day. Like, you don't know where the fucking barcode is, dude? Get it together, guys. Get it together. But anyways, let me just get it over with. But I do have a new audio drop for the Miami Heat segment, as I was talking about before, because the the heat is what? was getting a little boring for me, and this one I had them add, like, the kind of, like, mix. And, I, and I, let me just shut up and play it for you. Can you stand the heat? 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 So the Miami Heat <clears throat> continue, like, you know, I guess I would say just kind of getting consistent. You know, they're starting to win more games and they're losing, still dropping a couple here and there that they probably shouldn't be losing, but still in the sixth seed. I think they were in the sixth seed last time I recorded. Might have dropped down a game and then went back up 27 and 22 and just beat the Celtics last night. They did not have Jalen Smith but or Jalen Brown. Jesus, Jalen Smith. They did not have Jalen Brown. and I mean, we didn't have Jimmy Butler. And, I mean, that's pretty much it. One story I will say from last night, just because it's kind of cool, it's still basket, Miami Heat related specifically, there was a fan that I guess was in the stands, they got there early, and he traveled from, I think he's Argentinian, there's a little boy there with his family, and he had the poster saying, hey, Jimmy Butler, we came 3,000 miles, whatever it was. And at some point, an usher came up to them and was like, hey, like, you know, Jimmy's actually not playing today and, like, wasn't even in the building. So, and you can just see, like, there's a video out there. You find it. I think the Miami Heat have it posted or Bleacher Report, one of those pages. Of the kid looking all disappointed, sad. His sister's there with him. He's like, oh, boo-hoo. They bring him out at halftime, right? They give him a Jimmy Butler jersey. They give him a basketball signed by the whole team. And then he takes, like, a picture with Gabe Vincent. Super dope. You think that's the end? No. So then last night, and, like, into this morning, Jimmy Butler, like, as a great teammate that he is, watches a game. He's supporting posting like you know bam's highlights and gabe's highlights like just like you know showing love to the team for a good win over a rival celtics and then um he posts a picture of like the boy from on instagram being like i got you and then you see later earlier today like later on after that he ended up i guess like getting the boy and his family back in the miami heat arena met them all up literally like on the court so now the kid twice in 24 hours has been on the court of an NBA arena, like kind of crazy. Now meeting Jimmy Butler, getting more pictures, getting signatures from Jimmy himself and getting to meet him. Super cool, super wholesome, humble moment. Just love to see that. I mean, that's the type of guys that we have in the Miami Heat. And that's why we're better than the rest of the other teams in the NBA. And we're probably going to win the championship because now we have good karma built up. And that's enough with Can You Stand the Heat? The Heat? I hope you guys like that one. I feel like the, you know, maybe I got to find a different like audio mix on that background. Can <laughs> Same thing as keeping up with the fins, but I guess you're not going to be hearing the keeping up with the fins for a while, so I won't get too old, and I'll have some time to think of something on, think of something later on. But anyways, time for another motivational quote of the week from your buddy Joey. Don't let your head hang down, guys. Hang it back up. When you see an obstacle, you need to leap over it. Or you can just stop and do absolutely nothing. Take a nap, eat some Chipotle. I don't know. Drink a beer, smoke a blunt. 
do whatever people do to pass the time and forget that they are underachieving and um, sad. But don't worry. Because, you know, it'll be okay. Or sometimes I like to say, it'll be I. Man, I'm just getting so motivational, I should just write a book. But Joey, you're not actually motivating anyone. You're actually just kind of being a dick. Yeah, this is not my fucking job to motivate you, what the fuck? It's my job to be a dick. Maybe be a little funny, I don't care. But anyways, before I get into my bartender pet piece of the week, there is something funny I wanted to go on about from last week, because last week I speak about how I met this guy, Demetrius Taylor. Um, like, it was play, plays for the Lions, super chill dude, you know, took care of me, answered a couple of my questions, super humble guy. I ended up actually DMing him on Instagram afterwards, like, not even, like, to chase any clout. Like, I was just like, hey, bro, like, just want to let you know I spoke about you on the podcast just so that you're aware of it. And thanks so much for being cool, you know, good luck, brother, shit like that, you know. And he, and he actually responded back, he said, eh, for sure, bro, no problem. Super cool guy. So anyways, then this weekend... I'm working inside bar again on Saturday, and now there's a former Jaguar player at my bar, which is funny. Like, the guy was cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't really know who he was, but, like, you know, I'm not going to know every former player in NFL and there's 53-man rosters and 32 teams. But, yeah, no, the guy was sitting there, and I get, he sat actually, like, by coincidence, coincidence next to some Jaguar fans who were sitting at the bar, and... And the guy just, like, I guess at some point just says that he used to play for the Jaguars. What a mistake that he made. Because he's sitting there through the whole game. I'm pretty sure he's meeting up a date. These people are just yelling in his ear, yelling in his face, like, trying to, like, get them all into it, da-da-da. And, like, the guy was definitely, like, into it, but just not on their level. And, like, they're, like, screaming. They ended up taking pictures with him for, like, ten minutes. Because at the beginning, those people were cool, but they weren't that drunk yet. And as the game went on and they got more and more drunk, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this guy sitting there absolutely regretting opening his fucking mouth. Like, he could have just said he was a Jaguar fan and left it at that. It was pretty fucking hilarious. And, like, you know, and then, like, they're all taking pictures and, like, acting like, like, oh, my God, like, and acting like they know who he is. Like, they had no idea who he was. Like, he had to literally tell them, you know what I mean? Like, which is, like, acceptable in a way. But, like, once it's like, oh, like, this is who I am. And then they're like, oh, my God, really? Like, when they literally, like are looking at him confused with, like, you play for the Jaguars? When? Like, what position? <laughs> like, uh, what's your... And then, like, finally, one of the people awkwardly, what's your name? And then that's when they all act like, oh, my God, yeah. Like, no. Definitely not. But anyways, yeah, that was uh, funny stuff. I mean, hey, shout out to Demetrius Taylor once again. Appreciate you, bro. You're a cool dude. Hopefully I'm big enough one day where I can interview guys like that, or maybe I'll have the balls to just, like, hey, if I randomly meet a player or a former player and, you know, just be like, hey, you know... I have a podcast that gets a thousand listens per episode. It'd be cool if I could do an interview with you or something. That'd be awesome. But anyways, bartender pet peeves of the week. Let's do it, baby. Number one. Okay. And nobody will disagree with me ever. Because I mean, at a table, it's not really possible, right? Like if you go up to a four top, I'm speaking on ordering one at a time, right? But in the sense of not like, you know, if you're four people at a table and obviously you're going to go one by one by one, you're obviously not going to speak all at the same time. I'm speaking more of like when you're a bartender and you come up with a group of people and you come up and you order your drink, you close out and now your friend orders their drink. They, no, no, no. Order your drinks all together. I'll figure out how to split it later. I'll figure out who's drinking what. Like, it's not a big deal. Order it all at once. I don't care if you need 16 drinks. I'd rather have all 16 drinks in my head and start working on them 
than to make two or three at a time to walk back and forth for 20 minutes neglecting the rest of my bar. Nobody should disagree with me on this. And I know when you go out, like if you go out with your friends and if it's two or three people, like, I mean, when do you not walk up to a bar and be like, okay, you ready? You know what you want, right? You know what you want? Boom. One person's delegated order. They order it all and they get the drinks and then they figure out how they pay after or whatever. I just don't understand that. Because it happens more often than you think. Like where I literally have to look up and say anything else. Does anybody need anything else? And then people are looking at me crazy and they're like, oh, you're ready? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm over here taking your order. Like, you know, you're part of this group, right? You don't know what you want? Like, let's let's get it popping, baby. It's a Saturday night. The whole bar is wrapped. Now, no time to be looking at menus and figuring out your cocktails. You better know it. Let's go. Let's go. It's 2023. Look up the menu online. It's out there. It's on there. Duffy's drinkmenu.com. Who the fuck knows? Something like that. But, yeah. Next pet peeve is, I mean, it's a little, it's stupid, and it might sound a little selfish, but, like, I think, you know, bartender service will understand me. If you are paying in cash and you know that your change, you don't want it, like it's the tip, right? Regardless of how much it is, make it clear. Like, especially if you're doing one of those, like, I'm not saying that you have to do it every time. Like, you can let them bring your change. Maybe you're not good at math and you need to see how much you're going to tip. But if you already know, like, you know, that you give a little head nod. Or, like, when a guy, like, perfect example, happens to me all the time. I give someone their check. I go back up. I see cash on top of the check. Push forward. I say, thank you very much. They're like, no, thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. You're good. Like, see, to me, that's not clear enough to mean that I shouldn't bring you change. Because having a customer accuse you of stealing or not bringing them back their change is a strong accusation. Something, you know, that's like very uncomfortable and you can get in trouble for, for sure. So like, unless you clearly tell me, hey, that's for you. Hey, the change is for you. Hey, I don't need any change. Something like that. One of those colloquial sayings. If it's not something like that, I'm bringing you the change every time. Even though in my head, I kind of know that you gave me the head nod and the eyes that it's for me. It's not good enough. So I'm going to bring it back. So I'm putting it up back on you, on the people of the world who don't work in the service industry and go out. If you don't need the fucking change, just fucking say it. Just like that. Plain and simple. Like a normal person. Say what you want, say what you mean. Uh, like, I don't, you know, I don't understand how that gets lost on people. I mean, I know it's like, I guess, a common saying now, because I said it to someone the other day. I was like, yeah, you know, well, it's common sense, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, well, common sense isn't so common. God, that is such a boring dad saying, but it is so fucking true. Like, you know, they, they, a head nod means don't bring you change, because then, God forbid, I don't bring you change. And you're like, where's your manager? You stole my change. I mean, I had a guy literally accuse me of stealing his change once, and I had to go watch the transaction back on camera in the middle of like a Friday, Saturday night. This was like a year and a half ago. And then I took a video of the like, you know, the screen in the office of the transaction, me giving him the change. And you literally see him put the change in his pocket. And then when I come back, he's so drunk. He's like, oh, yeah, oh, shit, I forgot. Sorry, puppy. Sorry, puppy. Common sense ain't so common. Because they believe in the devil. And then my last pet peeve. It's a little weird, too. I have a weird example for it, I guess. That makes it bad, but it, it's kind of perfect. Just because, right, it is our job as a bartender or a server or whatever to say, like, you know, to speak to you, have a good back and forth, maybe try to build a relationship, right? And they always say, like, you know, bartenders are like your therapists. There are certain things that we don't need to know. Certain things that you don't need to share, especially 
if we don't know you well enough yet. Like, there are some people that I've been taking care of Duffy's now for over two years. There are people that I've known. There's someone there that I met when I was 18, working at Ale House, something like that. Like, I've known them a long time. You know, it doesn't mean that he needs to share everything in the world with me, but, like, there's enough comfort there and, you know, that we can speak about certain subjects, like, more, like, real-life things that aren't, like, uh, inappropriate, right? But if you don't know someone, like, we don't need to know certain things in your life. Like, we don't need to know that, uh, you know, you caught your wife cheating. <laughs> we don't need to know that your kid is a drug addict. We don't need to know that uh, you got divorced. We don't need to know really a lot, you know? Like, just keep it surface, you know? Talk about, like, oh, man, I don't know. What's going on? Uh, did you see the did you see the, the Aventura Mall is opening a new store? I don't know. Whatever the fuck you could talk about. I mean, with me, it's all really sports, so it's easy enough for me. Like, I just talk football, basketball as much as I can if I'm going to have any type of conversation with these people. But, yeah, I mean, like, I had a perfect example. And it's not to uh, insult this guy or insult anybody who's going through anything, you know, in life. And I guess everybody handles grief and bad things in a different way. But this guy sitting at my bar, I just met him. And I guess I'm in a good mood this day because people who know me know that sometimes I'm just not in a good mood and I probably don't have strong conversations and maybe this is an example why. And I'm talking to the guy. It's a slow night. It's a weekday. I'm inside and I'm just talking to him. And then, I don't know, it's just like, just the way I'm serving him. Like, oh, I make the drink. I give a gummy bear mojito. I give extra gummy bears to his wife or whatever. And he's like, man, I really appreciate you taking care of me, man. Like, I just had a, had a really rough day today, so... I appreciate, you know, you giving us that extra step, man. Something like that, right? I'm paraphrasing, but he said something along those lines. Like, yeah, man, no problem, you know. Anything I can do to help people have a better day, you know, I'm down for it. And then the guy's like, yeah, no, just really long day, you know. I was in, I had to go to court earlier today, da da And then, like, kind of hesitated and stopped, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Well, like I said, you know, anything to make it a little better for you, buddy. And I'm just thinking like, everything's going to stop right there. I'm like, that's the end of our conversation. You don't need to go into more detail. I don't need to know what the court was for. I don't need to know if you're found guilty or innocent, if you need to, you know, uh, pay a fine. I don't need to know anything. I don't, like, I don't, I'm not going to ask either because that is not my business. I just met you. I don't know you complimenting me that you already, that I'm making your day better since you had a bad one is as much as I need to know, which I feel like a lot of people would agree. You don't, you know, you need to share all your business. Then the guy pauses, stops, looks up. He goes, yeah, man, my dad just died. I was like, oh, fuck. You know? And now it's just, like, awkward. Because I don't know him. I don't know the guy's dad. Like, there's nothing I can, you know, obviously the first thing. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry to hear that, you know? Which is fucking awful. And then I found out that the court date was, like, a court date for a ticket, which was, like, stupid. So that was just like, I don't even like, how did we go from like, oh, I went to court for a ticket to his, and I don't mean to laugh when I say it, let me stop laughing, that his dad died. <laughs> oh my God, I kept laughing. But it's not funny, but like, how do you go from that to that, first of all? And then you don't need to tell me, and now it's just awkward. Now the guy keeps bringing it up, you know, telling me things. Then he's like, God, now, because now I'm hooked, right? Like, and I'm, it's slow, it's a slow night. Now we've already breached this barrier. So now he keeps talking to me, and now he's like, oh, gotta follow my son man my son's rapper from jersey or some shit showing me guys instagram trying to get me on the kids youtube and then the awkward thing was that i the way he was describing how to type it or whatever i couldn't find it so i just at some point after like literally three minutes of standing there i was like oh no i found it i got it perfect and then he's like oh yeah let me see <laughs> and i show him my phone and i don't have shit and then he finds it whatever and i follow it and 
now yeah so now i'm stuck here like, listening like and then i'm he's forging me he's like no listen I'm, i listen to like a half of his son's song and i just have to sit there and like listen and i'm just like yeah man no this kid's really good like and i'm just like it's just getting it's so awkward i feel like his wife was feeling it you know and then i mean then the interaction just end, like ended up just being funny because then the food came out the guys are like got really mad that like some something was wrong with the food and I ended up making him a new one, whatever he was just, but like, you know, it kept going on with how unbelievable it was that they made such a mistake, whatever it was. I can't remember, which I promise you, it was not such a crazy mistake for him to have that react, but obviously bad day, father passing. So that's the thing. And then, and then at the end as I'm walking by, now he's like, kind of like a little tipsy, you know, and as I'm walking by, he grabs me, he's like, Hey man, give me a hug. And he gets up the chair and I'm telling him, this is like some 50 year old dude never met in my life literally grabs my arm like with force stops me i'm big okay like and he stops me and give me a hug and now now i'm just hugging this stranger and it it was yeah it was uh, it was uncomfortable it was very uncomfortable okay so there is my sad yet perfect fucking example of us not needing to know so much about your life nobody needs to know except for the people who are close to you and that's it, you know? Like, even then, like, if you wanted to say something like, oh, you know, problems with the family, you know, man. Like, oh, we're having some family issues. We just had a, we lost a loved one. Something like that, you know, even, like, me, and that's the most I would give you. Because, you know, you have to, re- I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Because I know there's other people out there who will listen to this and be like, oh, my God, I would feel so bad for the guy. And I'm talking. But what are you going to talk to the guy about? You're going to listen to the guys like, like, you just met him. Like, how nice do you have to be to just meet somebody and all of a sudden start talking about how their father passed? And then, because the thing is, it went from his, like I said, it went from a court date, which ended up being like a traffic violation court date, to his father passing, to him forcing me to listen to his son's rapping on YouTube. So, I mean, I don't know. You tell me that you wouldn't be a little uncomfortable or maybe even, even bothered by the end of that conversation. Yep. Facts. However, I digress. I get past that sad moment. But anyways, yeah, I think that's that's really wrapping me up over here for episode six of the Miami Sports Bar podcast. I really hope, you know, you guys continue to listen and enjoy. I don't expect every episode to be as hilarious as the other ones. And, I don't, you know, some might be more hilarious to other people. I really don't know. It's kind of just fun for me. I'm just kind of talking shit. Literally, things are happening. I write it on my phone, write it down. I literally, like, I have a half a page of, like, not even notes, like, bullet points, and I just start talking shit. It's pretty great. Hopefully soon enough I'm going to buy myself a second microphone, start having people come on. There's been more than a few people who have asked to come on, and I'd love to have people on just to just to shoot the shit. And, you know, for someone to make me sound stupid, I make them sound stupid. And you're just over there laughing as you smoke a blunt or do whatever it is you do to... uh Forget that life is so sad and meaningless. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Love y'all. More importantly, love your sale, motherfuckers. See you next time.